0: You're tuned in to the One Life Podcast, where we provide you with the people and discussions that will enable you to develop the principles, virtues, and mindsets required to take full advantage of the one life you have to live and to live a life that will outlive you. Now, here's your host, Army officer, ultra-marathon runner, professional coach, and speaker, Devin Rodriguez. Rodriguez.
1: Focus, faith, and follow-through. That's what's on the agenda for today's episode. We're going to be discussing how you can ensure that you get off the right exit. You ever been driving a car and... You look over at the person in the the driver's seat and you're wondering, what exit are we getting off? How long are we going to continue going down this road? Well, today we're talking all about how you can ensure that you're in the driver's seat of your life, getting off the exit that you want, not the exit that society wants or somebody else wants for you, but the exit that you want to get off because that's the predetermined exit that you told yourself that you're going to get off. You know, in this month of April, we've been talking about creating your future. And what that looks like for you and how you can lay the foundations of your future. And then once you lay the foundations, you need to begin with the end in mind. A goal can only be a goal if it comes from the vision that you have of who you want to become. And today we're going to talk about those goals and how you focus on those goals. And you have faith and then you follow through with massive action. It's just a matter of time before those goals turn into a reality. Those visions that you have for your future turn into the reality that you've always dreamt of. And as we talk about this, first, we need to talk about the importance of goals. Why even set goals? How I want to do this is explain to you a concept that I call drifting versus driving. Have you ever felt like life was just happening to you? You're just waking up each and every day and life is just kicking you around because I've been there. I've been there. Where you wake up and you feel like you're just a victim of what life is throwing at you. You don't have any control. Life is slapping you around. And the only thing that you can control is the fact that you can't control anything. Walk around thinking that the government is responsible. The world is responsible. Your family is responsible. Your spouse is responsible. Everyone's responsible besides you for your life. And that all of these different factors are contributing to you metaphorically being punched in the face by life. Because I've been there, where I felt like life was just happening to me. I had no control over my circumstances, my situation. It was just my reality. And I was drifting. That is what I call drifting in life. Have you ever been in a car with somebody and you're sitting in the passenger seat and you're looking over, as I alluded to earlier, and you're looking at the person with kind of a weird look. You're thinking, okay, we've been going down this highway for two hours. You keep telling me we're about to get off the exit, and the exit hasn't come. I look at the GPS, and it tells us to get off air, but you keep avoiding that exit. And you're just looking over at the person like, what the hell are you doing? You were supposed to get off 10 exits ago. What are you doing? And they're not responding. They're just sitting there with a jolly old smile. La-di-da-di-da. And you're thinking, I'm trying to get off this highway. Ugh. Why are you not getting off the highway? Get off the exit, man. But you're in the passenger seat. You can't control where the driver gets off because you're not in the driver's seat. Put your hands firmly behind the steering wheel. All you can do in a passenger seat is look at the person in the driver's seat and think, I wish I had control. I wish I was in the driver's seat. And a lot of us live life. Like I said, I've been there and I still am there sometimes. A lot of us live life where we feel like The only place we can be in life is the passenger seat. For one reason or another, we feel like life is just happening to us with no control. And all we can do is look over at the driver's seat and say, if only I could be in that seat. Well, the good news is is that we have a choice in life. We can either be drifters or we can become drivers. Drivers who firmly place themselves into the driver's seat of life. Put two hands on the wheel and control where we're going. And instead of looking over at the person in the driver's seat and thinking, when will they get off? Looking and finally being in the driver's seat, two hands firmly on the wheel, smiling as you look out of your windshield saying, I know where I'm going. I know what I want. And I know what exit I'm getting off. Then, only then, when we take control of our lives and notice, number one, that we're in the driver's seat and that where I get off, the exit of my choosing, whether I listen to the GPS or I plan my own route, I'm in the driver's seat and I'm telling you where I'm going. Life, you may throw obstacles in my way. You may make me take a detour, but I know where I'm going and I'm getting there eventually. You see, that's the difference between being a drifter and a driver. Drifters look at the person in the driver's seat who oftentimes is other people because as we look at our lives and if we're not in the driver's seat, we're sitting in the passenger seat letting the world dictate where we're going, letting the world dictate what exit we get off. We have no control and all we can do is look and be victims of the circumstances around us because we're not in the driver's seat. But when you become a driver, you start to plan your own course, take responsibility. Instead of blaming the world, you blame yourself because you you realize that you are in the driver's seat, two hands firmly on the wheel. You know where you're getting off, where you're going. If there's obstacles, you go around them, through them, underneath them. You get on the other side. Because your dreams and your vision lie on the other side. And since you're in the driver's seat, you know you have control. But the only way to be in the driver's seat of life is to have a goal, is to know where you're going. What is it that you want for your future? We've already covered in past podcasts, specifically the last episode, who do you want to become? That's the overarching vision of where you want to go. Now I ask you the question, what do you want stemming out of your vision, what are the goals that you want that will enable you when you add these goals up and you successfully complete them will equal your life's vision. If you accomplish these things, you will accomplish your vision. So what do you want? What do you want for your life? And the reason why goals are so important, and I'll put it this way, Earl Nightingale once told the story of a ship, two different kinds of ships. One ship, had a captain at the helm who knew exactly where he was going. The course was planned perfectly. The crew knew exactly where they were going. Everyone was on the same page. Clearly defined plan, clearly defined location of where they wanted to go. As a result, 9,999 times out of 10,000, that ship made it to its destination. Take another ship with a captain who didn't take time to plan its course, didn't pick a specific location didn't communicate with the crew what they had to do in order to be successful. As a result, the ship may never leave the harbor. The ship will end up on a deserted island or end up somewhere that they didn't even want to be. Or worst of all, the ship will sink and all its members will die. You see, when you know where you're going and you chart the course, you plan the route, you're going to get there eventually. Because where tension goes, energy flows. If you set your attention upon wanting something, desiring something so desperately, as if your life depended on it, your energy is going to go towards that thing. And you will ensure that you do whatever in your ability to get that thing because you're in the driver's seat. You understand that life isn't just run by fate, mysteriously happening to you, miraculously happening to you. But you have the ability Of course, some things are going to happen that you can't anticipate, but you have the ability to not fall victim to those things, but to control what you can control and leaving what you can't control to God. If you don't set goals, the world is going to chart your course. If you don't set goals, you're going to get off of an exit that you don't want to get off. And when you get off, you're going to look back and say, man, if only I stayed, if only I charted my course, if only I planned my route. And I didn't listen to the GPS of life, which is other people. I would have lived a happy and fulfilled life. So my question to you, question number one, because on this show, we believe that questions, when you start asking yourself better questions, you start changing your life. So question number one for today, what are one to three goals that if you accomplish these one to three things will move you in the direction of the person that you want to become? Think about that. Because once you start to identify those goals, things just start happening that bring them into reality. And once you focus on those goals, right? Because what we just talked about, importance of goals, is really having a focus. So number one, focus on what you want. Number two is faith. Faith without works is dead. When I talk faith, I'm talking about something that goes beyond belief. I was on a Zoom call with some friends and one of my friend's father decided to come on the call. Him and I were very friendly in the past as he was the father of one of my college roommates. And he goes, hi, Devin, how are you? Meanwhile, I'm in the middle of a Zoom call with 10 other people. And he's interrupting the whole Zoom call. And honestly, I was thinking to myself, come on, this guy has to hurry up. I need to get back to what I'm doing here. I'm running this program. This is a little interruption. And he starts talking about motivation and faith and belief. And the way he talks about faith is he tells us a story. This made the time worthwhile. He says, there was once a man who went up and climbed one of the tallest buildings in the world. And parallel to this building was one of the other tallest buildings in the world. In fact, they were the same height. And what the man did was that he tied a string from one side or one building to the other. It was a type of string that it was minuscule. It was almost certain that anyone, as soon as you step on this string, this rope, you would fall. So there were millions of people gathered The streets were packed. It looked like New York City on New Year's Eve. And everybody looked up in amazement as this man was going to climb up the building and then across to the other building, all on this little rope, this thin rope. So finally he gets to the top and then everybody takes a gasp because they notice that he's not doing it alone. He takes his son. He puts his son on his shoulder and he begins to walk across. Finally, after five minutes, the man somehow made it from one building to the other. We're talking hundreds of feet. He made it from one building to the other. He goes, he gets down. He finally goes and joins the crowd. And now they're doing a press conference with the man who just did something unbelievable, miraculous. And they turn to him and they said, sir, how did you do that? He says, I knew I was going to do it. I believed it. I saw that it was going to happen before it did. And everybody's chanting him on, wow, you're incredible. You're incredible. You're incredible. And everybody turns to him, and then he turns to the people and he says, well, hey, sir, I want to ask you a question. And he points to one guy and he says, did you believe that I could do that? And he said, yeah, I believed it. I believed it. Everybody was talking. Everybody was so riled up. Everybody was so excited because of what he just did. And everybody says, I believed you. I believed you. I believed you. So then he asks another question. He says, okay, if you all believed me, I'm going to do it again. And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he points to three different men. He says, but I want one of you three men to give me your son this time. And all of them stood quiet. He turns to the crowd. He says, any takers, any of your children, will you allow me to take them and cross the rope with them? And once again, no takers. Everyone closed their mouth because they believed that he could do it, but they didn't have faith that he could do it. There's a difference between belief and faith. Belief is saying, I believe that it will happen. I believe it. I believe that this will come to fruition. Faith is saying, I believe that this will happen no matter what. And although things may get difficult, things may get hard. I have faith in my ability. And more so, I have faith in God. You see, we could talk about believing, but faith is the next step of believing. Because you can believe something, but to have faith in something is believing it without seeing it. So faith. Do you have faith? Because faith is required, once you set that goal, faith is required of you. Because life is going to throw things at you that you can't see. Those obstacles are going to present themselves. And your ability to respond is in direct proportion to the amount of faith that you not only have in yourself, but that you have in God. So do you have faith? You know, there's a really good quote that I partially came up with. Because I'm sure you heard this part of the quote before. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. We've all heard that. But the part that I made up is this. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. But the only way to make it through is to have a purpose that's greater than you. So as you look at faith, the only way to have faith is to rely on something greater. Because if something gets hard and you don't have faith, you will quit. Sorry, did I hurt your feelings? Did I, did I hurt your feelings? Sorry, I didn't mean to. Yes, I did. Yes, I, you know, let me stop. I did, I did. Sorry, not really. Because faith in a greater purpose than you will allow you to push through tough times. But if your faith is centered in something materialistic, something worldly, you'll quit. But if your faith is centered on something bigger than you, on some contribution, on somebody else, on God, something bigger than you, That purpose will drive your faith. So what do you have faith in? Because once you have faith in something bigger than you, nothing will stop you. So I challenge you to think about that. The other thing that I wanted to mention about faith was that you have to begin to reframe. When I say reframe, I mean how you look at negative things, quote unquote, negative things that happen in your life. Because when things that are negative or we perceive as negative happen in our life, we have a couple of different options. Number one, we can dwell on it and think, woe is me. Why is this happening to me again? Life is knocking me down day after day after day. Life is knocking me down. And my life is bad. What's wrong with me? Why me? Why is this happening to me? And we list all of the negative things that came out of the situation. What I mean when I say reframe is, I understand that this happened to me, but what did I learn from this situation? I understand that this happened to me, but what is the brightness that came out of this situation? I understand that this happened to me, but how am I better because of it? Reframe from negative to positive. Because if you just focus on the failure, the obstacle, the negative thing, faith, faith is not that. Faith is being able to say, it's hard, I know, but it's worth it. And although I failed, I will take this lesson and I will apply it going forward. So question number two for you, what is your typical response anytime an obstacle presents itself on your pursuit of your goals? Think about that. Because how you respond will determine the results that you get. And lastly, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk to you about follow-through. Because as I mentioned earlier, faith without works is dead. Action. Massive action. Most of all, as I Recall a conversation with the wonderful Renee Marino, who was a previous guest. She said, I take imperfect action. And I sat and I thought about that. Wow. So many of us live life waiting for things to be perfect that we never get started. Oscar Wendell Holmes once said, most people are getting are always getting ready to live. Why? Because they're waiting for things to be perfect. And he also said that people die with their best music still in them. Why? Because they're always getting ready to live until they find out that they run out of time. Have you ever been in that rabbit hole where you're waiting for things to be perfect? You're waiting for the right time. You're waiting for the opportunity. And as a result, you keep on waiting. And eventually you sit back and you think, I wonder what what would have happened if I took action? What would have happened if I did it differently? What would have happened if I didn't wait for the permission of others? What would have happened if I did it my way? What would have happened if I lived life on my terms? What would have happened? What would? Two of the scariest words in the English language or any language for that part. What would or what if? What if I would have done this? What if I would have done that? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if you started living life on your terms? What if you started giving yourself the permission to understand that I'm not necessarily ready, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm not necessarily equipped with everything that I need, but my faith is all that I need. Mm. Faith without works is dead. You can have a goal. You can believe in it. You can even have faith in it. But if you're not taking imperfect action towards it, it's all for nothing. All for nothing. There's a quote I want to share with you all, and it comes from a man named Joel Barker in which he says, a vision without action is merely a dream. Action without a vision just passes the time. Action with vision, catch this last part, Action with vision changes the world. So you have a vision. Are you taking action? You're taking action. But do you have a vision? Because if you could couple action with vision and vision with action, the world will not be the same because of you. And you will live a life, as we say in our intro, that I got from my great mentor, Les Brown. You will live a life. Hmm. Live a life that will outlive you. You have the vision. You have the action. Combine them and change the world, my friends, because our time here is finite, but the impact we can have is infinite and measured only by the hearts and minds that we have touched and loved. The last thing I want to talk to you about and follow through is busyness versus effectiveness because we live in a world where people think that I'm busy, 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 I'm busy. I'm busy, I'm busy. I got a schedule. I have exactly what I'm doing. But yet we spend hours a day on our phone. And boy, let me tell you, this is probably something I got to work on a little bit. Not even going to lie. We spend so much time on the phones. We spend so much time talking about BS. So much time watching the news. So much time doing this. So much time doing that. We do all of this and then we get to the end of our day. And then we look back and we say, what did I even get done? How did I work towards my goals today? I, oh, man, don't, I didn't. Oh, my God. Busyness versus effectiveness. Effectiveness where you plan your day. You get up in the morning and you ask yourself this question. What can I do today to advance me in the direction of my dreams? And once you find out the, the answer to that question, you start to move in the direction of your dream because you start taking deliberate action in that moment by jotting down, this is what I'm doing today that will move me in the direction of my dreams. Instead of wondrously living life Sitting in the driver's seat thinking, where will I get off? Where will life take me? Oh, I hope life goes and takes me somewhere that I want. Oh, please, life. Instead of getting in the driver's seat of life and saying, this is where I'm going. Why? Because this is what I was made to do. Are you being busy or being effective? Powerful question number three for the day. Are you pairing your vision with action? And are you pairing your action with vision? Because when you do and you pair them together, you will change the world. So just to quickly recap, number one, focus on your goals because they are important. Being in the driver's seat of your life, getting off where you want to get off because that's the exit that you determined you would get off despite the obstacles, barriers, or whatever the hell the world has to say. Number two, faith. Faith is something that is bigger than belief because faith, faith in something bigger than you will enable you to push yourself through anything to get to the other side and achieve what it is that you want to achieve. And lastly, follow through because faith without works is dead. Take massive, imperfect action towards your goals, towards your dreams. And once you do, you will start to see things magically happen. That since you've paired your vision with action and you paired your action with vision, the world starts acting for you, and it brings you things that you never even thought were possible, but they are. Why? Because you took, you took massive, imperfect action. So with that being said, guys, I cannot wait for the last episode of the creating your future series for April because this was a fun one to create. But until then, I ask that as I present these questions to you, work on them. Journal about them. Good journaling prompts. Because these are questions, and and the moment that we start asking ourselves better questions is the moment that we start changing our lives. So think about them. Create some questions of your own. These are just some from my perspective, but your perspective is just as valuable. And just remember, you're in the driver's seat of your life if you choose to be. Stop being in the passenger seat if you're there. And if you're already in the driver's seat, continue to hold on. Two hands on the wheel, firm as possible, looking through looking through at life and thinking the world will be a different place because of me. With that being said, we only got one life to live. What will you do with it? Catch you back on the next episode of the One Life Podcast. Thanks for being here with me. Oh, it was a pleasure today and I had fun. Get in the driver's seat. Thank you for listening to the One
0: Life Podcast, where we discuss how to live a life of impact, fulfillment, and contribution. If this added value to you, please be sure to subscribe to our show, leave us a review, and share our show with a friend. And that will enable us to touch even more lives. For more of us, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at One Life Podcast. As always, you only have one life to live. There's no time to wait. Act now.